Genius, it takes a lot to get on my show. Genius, you're probably someone we'd like to know. You're really good at stuff, you probably like to dance. You like long walks and you wear clean pants. Genius, get onto my show. Howdy, folks. Welcome to Living with a Genius. I'm your host, Omar Crook. On this episode, I have tenor Arturo Chacon Cruz. Uh, he's singing our Macduff uh, in the production of Macbeth that I'm singing in right now at the Los Angeles Opera, alongside Placido Domingo. Uh, he sings until September 25th, so he's on the 22nd and the 25th, and then he leaves town. The production runs until October 16th. It's a wonderful, dark, creative uh, spectacle that's directed by Darko Treznak. And uh, I had a really nice time with Arturo. It's the first time that I've had a chance to sit down and talk with him for a little bit. I've known him a little bit over the years. He's been to L.A. quite a few times. And uh, he's a great guy, a tremendous singer, a great actor, and just a very nice person. I had a nice chat with him. So thanks, Arturo. I hope, uh, I hope you all enjoy listening to the show. I want to thank you for doing so. And here's Arturo. Uh, about um, what the business was like and what um, the music was like. So he made some of the students walk in front and sing. And, yeah, and yeah. I was convinced right away. I mean, I, after the first 15 minutes of that lesson, I was hooked. Uh, and he uh, and you said you were 18? I was 18. And yeah. you had just met this new yeah. teacher at the university. But you were at the university at yeah, the time? Yeah, I started at 17, uh, yeah, 17 years old. I started engineering. I see. So I stayed one more year just taking uh, private uh, lessons from him. Yeah. And at some point he said, uh, you know something? Uh, y y you have to sing. You cannot be an engineer. Uh, at this point, I, I was supposed to move to Monterrey mm -hmm. uh, to finish my degree in, in mechanical engineering because Hermosillo only had industrial systems. So mm -hmm. I, I was up to the point where if I wanted to be a mechanical uh, engineer, I had to move to Monterrey to finish my last three semesters. He said, give me one semester. Drop the engineering and come to the public university and join the the ranks of the our arts yeah. bachelor degree. Yeah, yeah. I said, okay, I'll give you six months more. <laughs> yeah, and your mom kind of. Oh, my she parents. Knew, she they knew encouraged. That yeah, yeah, they yeah. encouraged that they were very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, especially because it was six months, and, and and it's really not much to lose, and it's so much to gain. Even I would encourage uh, people studying other careers, even if they don't have the desire to become a professional musician mm -hmm. if you take six months and, and, and study music or any other art yeah it's going to enrich your life that's right yeah. so much yeah 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 so that's that was my approach six months and of course after six months um another six came and another six and you stayed with the same teacher i stayed with him mm -hmm. um and then mexico city sent um um somebody to audition mm -hmm. because they heard there was a a good teacher in Sonora bringing some good voices. Mm -hmm. and so I went and I auditioned for this um, conductor slash voice teacher. Mm -hmm. And well, they, they accepted me and, and a couple other students. Mm -hmm. And we went to Mexico City. Uh, a couple months into that, uh, this program that I was in was invited to perform as chorus and some soloists in, in a gala that Mr. Domingo was going to be singing. So 
I, I was selected to sing. I was a baritone at the time. <laughs> oh, you were? Yeah, I was. Sure. So that was. I was so excited. I literally couldn't sleep for two days before the gala because I was like, I'm going to meet Domingo. This yeah, guy yeah, yeah. Is, is is a hero. I mean, it's a national hero. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Mexicans, yeah. I mean, this uh, Maestro Domingo is. Mm-hmm. It's it's like um, everybody knows him. Yeah, it's yeah. like we could say in, in our independence uh, day, they say, Viva Mexico, mm-hmm. Viva los héroes, live, long live the heroes mm-hmm. of our independence, Venustiano Carranza, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But if you say Placido Domingo, he, we see him like a hero, a national hero back in when the earthquakes yeah happened. of course i remember that he's he, given he homes yeah well he was there i remember i have my first yeah, he memory put his gloves on and started digging yeah, yeah i remember seeing that and on i TV. remember um uh, jacobo sabludowski was the 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 tv um like announcer or announcer the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and he said maestro but your voice who cares about my voice he said and he kept digging yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i i remember that i was seven or eight when this happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, imagine I couldn't yeah. sleep for two days. I get I, I get there to the concert, I sing and I turn to my right and he's um, uh, conducting along the, the the aria. Yeah. When I come out and I because in the rehearsal he w- we didn't get a chance to interact much. Mm-hmm. Um, I just mm-hmm. said hi to him. Mm-hmm. After he said I would like to talk to you, um, if come come to my table. After and this is when you were singing as a baritone. Yeah. And uh, was it Avantikite that you sang? Yeah. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> so he he. Uh, I went to his table, of course, and uh, he started talking to me. He said, "You know, I started as a baritone, mm-hmm. and then I switched to tenor, mm-hmm. and I have something to tell you that you might make you upset, uh, but uh, you should really consider it." Is it? I know, Master. You think I'm a tenor? <laughs> 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 yes, I think you're a tenor. Um, but and so, try a couple of arias and come yeah. and sing for me. It's always good as a baritone to hear that somebody thinks you're a tenor. It's never good as a tenor to hear somebody thinks you're a baritone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, I think it's it's always nerve wracking uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I was young enough to to be open to the possibility and and, and looking. When says and that, when he tells you, uh, uh, you know that um, he sees the possibility of a a very good tenor, he <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I did, and with with time, lots of time passed. I, I in the meantime, I I went to Boston University as a baritone still, mm-hmm. and I did the switch there in a in a very controlled environment. Mm-hmm. I went from singing Guglielmo and uh, Der Kaiser von Atlantis mm-hmm. and um, a few other baritone roles to singing Tamino and Idomeneo um, on the last year of the degree. Mm-hmm. Who was your teacher at, at BU? At BU was Joanna Levy. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great teacher, mm-hmm. um, and she she really helped guide you through that. She helped me mm-hmm. a lot. Um, sadly, she got sick the when I was about to do the change to to go and sing Tamino. I see. Uh, she got bit by a spider, <gasps> and she was in the hospital for a while, so she couldn't be teaching. So I was left with um, many teachers and many opinions. So in the end, I had to just focus and and try and to figure it l- out. Yeah, figure out. On my own, and I think that was the most important thing, because I was listening too much to many opinions. Mm-hmm. There were so many things uh, always, you know, no, do this, do that, do that. Mm-hmm. Enough. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body. If it hurts, stop and find a way. So, 
finally, I sort of did it. Yeah. <laughs> Tamino was a was a good uh, role for me yeah. at the time, and then Idomeneo, mm-hmm. and then I sang for Maestro. And uh, where where was that? Was that in Boston? Did he come? No, I was in Boston. I came to Washington I to see. sing for him. Uh huh. And he said, "Yeah, that's the way. Um, that's the way. Keep going." And um, at the same time, I got accepted into the Houston Grand Opera Studio and into Marilla. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a chance to perform as a tenor. And uh, Did you do both? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had um, the great pleasure of working with Dolores Ajek mm-hmm. as a voice teacher for a little bit mm-hmm. and with Tom Krause, mm-hmm. the baritone. Yeah, who was the teacher that really solidified the technique for you as a tenor? In the end, it was Ramon Vargas. Mm-hmm. Back in Houston, he was singing Romeo, I was singing Tibalt. Mm-hmm. And we, well, I was singing still very heavy. I was singing baritone, uh, pushing yeah. to yeah, get yeah. to the high notes. So with Ramon, um, he said, okay, don't be discouraged, but I'm going to lighten up, lighten up your voice for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Uh, that's just for now. Mm-hmm. So we did. We lightened it up as much as we could. What does that mean to you? When you say lighten it up, it was um, w- well. We took a lot of the tension out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always talk about how tension is very necessary in a singer's voice. Mm-hmm. Some some singers have more tension than others. Do you mean emotional tension? No, physical tension. Physical tension, mm-hmm. even muscle tension. Yeah, it's a part of a, a, a singer's voice and, yeah. and their characteristics. Yeah. So um, we took a lot of the. Mm-hmm. That I, my voice had him. We made it more, ah, uh, more mm-hmm. soft. Mm-hmm. He, he kept putting the word out, suavecito, suavecito, uh, yeah, softly, softly. Yeah, that's so hard. It's to, so isn't hard it? because it's you don't get the feedback and the buzz. And yep, yep. You feel like you're not doing it well. Uh, that's yep. how I feel. No, no, for sure. Yeah, but uh, it it taught me how to trust uh-huh. my instrument. It taught me how to trust. That um, maybe listen a little less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it it also brought my my extreme range. Um, mm-hmm. Like after two days of working on that, I had a high C, and then uh, D. So that that was, I mean, the way we we narrowed the passaggio not to be ah, mm-hmm. but to be oh, it helped. And uh, eventually, I was able to put back slowly some of the chest and mm-hmm. some of the power i i still think 10 years later mm-hmm. 11 years later i still think i'm yet to put more of the of the chest and the tension that s- we slowly took out but that's gonna come with the heavier repertoire and mm-hmm. i need to be be mature enough uh, with my instrument to mm-hmm. to be able to sustain that that weight and that that punishment that the body will get are you very careful about the roles that you take is that something that you think about a lot it is something i think a lot uh, about a lot Mm -hmm. um i am careful and uh i've been forced to be careful Mm -hmm. i remember back in 2007 um ramon and i were sitting at dinner and my phone rang and Mm -hmm. it said it was my agent and he picks up the phone hey how are you Mm -hmm. it's ramon (laughs) Oh, what? No, 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 no. I won't let him. I won't let him. He hung up. Uh, what? And then he's like, what happened? <laughs> he was offering you a Don Jose. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> but I want it. I want it. No, 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 no. There's no going back. There's no going back. Yeah. I was 29. Yeah. I was, no, 28 if it was 11 years ago. So. <laughs> yeah. 
I said, no way, no way. You can do it. Of course you can do it. But I won't let you. Not yeah. yet. Yeah, because you eliminate so much other repertoire that's that, that you could have sung yeah, leading up to that. The same thing happened with Mr. Domingo um, two years ago mm-hmm. when he found out I had accepted Manrico. I have the high C. Of it's course. easy. Uh, I am heard in the hall. Mm-hmm. But he said something that you just said. There's no way back. Yeah. There's no way back. And he started telling me, if I could go back in time and push my Tosca debut a little bit later, mm-hmm. I would. Mm-hmm. And Because what you're burning is time on the back end of your career. Yeah. 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 Or the you're roles. Using it. Or you're the using that roles. time. Yeah. And you're throwing that away. Yeah. Because you ran out of repertoire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you can sing the Duke at 40, you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. So, uh, yeah. actually, well, that's, that's something um, I'm trying to to live up to you know yeah sing as many dukes as i can yeah yeah and when i can't sing it anymore luciano sang it until 43 let's see if if i can <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i mean it's a difficult role and, yeah and let's let's face it i mean um as we age the high roles that demand a lot of uh, flexibility and a lot of um acrobatics yeah mm-hmm. it they they are very um I'm, I'm, unless you're Gregory Kunde, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Placido, would you would you say Placido is is the? I mean, it, is he the one that kind of shapes your decisions more than anybody at this point? He, well, yes and no. He mm-hmm. he's a great advisor. Yeah. And and he, well, I I, I heed his advice and I, and I do it mm-hmm. because, uh, but I do try to. I, I try not to bother him too much. He's so busy You're with right. his own schedule, and he's like working nonstop. Right. But I, um, I do consult with him, and and well, it was very difficult for me to cancel. It was a, a very, it was three contracts of Manrico mm-hmm. uh, this year with mm-hmm. fifteen performances. So ne- go go figure. I mean, it was a, a big part of my income for yeah. the year, and yeah, it yeah. was um, a difficult decision. However. Uh, my agent was able to fill the time with other traviatas mm-hmm. and less um, demanding, demanding things. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was definitely worth it. Yeah, we were talking about that a couple of days ago uh, about the fact that you have a family, mm-hmm. obviously. Yep. And you travel constantly. Mm-hmm. When that start, how, how long have you been married to the? To my wife, wife uh, twelve years. Okay, so she has been with you since yep. the beginning, basically. Oh, yeah. How how did you deal with being apart when that started to happen? I mean, was there like a break-in period about, did you ever think, oh my God, I don't think I can do this? Or No, it was uh, uh, quite seamless because uh, she was traveling with me mm-hmm. at the beginning. There Is came she a singer as well? She, yeah, she used to sing, mm-hmm. but um, back in 2010, mm-hmm. she sang Queen of the Nights. And it w- she said it was that's enough. I mean that she had a good success and everything, but she was that was it. Um, I, I she said I'm ready for something else. Uh, we were talking about having a kid. Yeah. So we decided to start trying, and and it <laughs> it took right away. So <laughs> I, I, um, I had the same experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might take the doctor might take a few years. Uh, Boom. Yeah. <laughs> there you yep, go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we were very lucky to have this precious little boy, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. uh, slowly she was she started traveling with me with the baby. Yeah, and then it was a month yes, a month no. Yeah, and then uh, as as 
most uh, contracts go some would coincide with with a easy time for her to come yeah anyway uh, we have we live in a wonderful era of technology mm -hmm. where FaceTime is a lifesaver that's right however it cannot be um, a substitute for being there yeah yeah so I I've been trying to to balance this traveling life as yeah. much as I can yeah yeah and so far the last two years we've managed it's been okay yeah 2013 uh -huh. I only had two weeks off so that was very tough I had them come to me the whole time mm -hmm. I was two weeks at home in 2014 I made a um, conscious decision of, of leaving at least one month off mm -hmm. and um, so I've, we've been trying to keep like that keep at least one month off a year how do you do when you're when you have time off I, I uh, the r only reason I ask is that during the summers I get very like the first three days is great yeah but then I start to not feel great when I'm not working do you do okay with that I used to be just like that yeah and now I, I can't get enough really <laughs> I can't get enough of being off however I I do I mean I call it off time, but I work an hour and a half on music and singing anyway. Every, every day. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that way, I I, I feel. I my my idea is, okay, I'm on vacation, mm -hmm. but if the Met calls, I'm ready to jump <laughs> right away, <laughs> sort of kind of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had any? Um, I mean, you, uh, I, I'm not sure what happened with your wife and the Queen of the Night, and but have you have you ever had any ideas of just thinking I don't want to do this anymore? It it has happened, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think we've all had had nights that we're just on Google se searching, like exactly. job am I qualified yeah, yeah, for? Yeah. I want to be an architect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to school. <laughs> I yeah, I think about that sometimes too. Now, are those are those thoughts from a bad performance, or do you have? I've never heard you sing badly, so I want to <laughs> talk you. about that because I I have sung badly uh, in public and. It's very difficult to deal with emotionally. And I, I, you know, you have to exercise that part a little bit, how to deal with that. Do you, have you had to deal with that at all? Um, I've had, thankfully, not not horrible experiences. Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've done subpar performances that mm -hmm. we've all had. We're, we are human. Um, but the thing that depresses me the most is people sometimes. And is um, sometimes management, sometimes colleagues, sometimes critics <laughs> tell me a story tell me a story about a colleague um, I mean obviously yeah well, I, I I'd love it if you uh, uh, name names that would be great but. oh that's fine <laughs> I, I don't I, it's an old guy yeah I'm in Italy at the time yeah it's a 80 something year old um, stitch director yeah who when I first got there thought I was Italian <sighs> and then realized I wasn't uh-huh so then he stopped talking to me <laughs> and he wouldn't have his assistant. He would talk to the assistant, tell the Mexican that he Are should go. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. So, um, and then uh, there was a cover yeah. at the time. So he, who was Italian. Mm -hmm. So he made the cover do all the rehearsals. Um, and th they called my, my agent calls me one, one day and says, um, are you sick? Why, why are they telling me you sound awful? I was like, what? Oh my they want to fire you oh because you, you're sounding awful. It's like they haven't let me open my mouth yet. I haven't had a single rehearsal. So that was my way out because they were saying that I was singing badly before I opened my mouth. Oh, my God. And uh, thanks to this great, great 
um, er error, mistake on their part, yeah. I was able to save the contract. Uh, otherwise, I could have sued them. Anyway, they managed to move opening night and give it to the cover. <laughs> opening night? And the rest of the shows I did. <laughs> anyway, oh my God. It, was, it was very depressing yeah. um, to know that there were people so horrible that because of... Uh, I mean... Just I speak it's Italian. Just, it's just racism. I, really. yeah. yeah, I speak Italian and I sing in Italian mm -hmm. with no accent. I, mm -hmm. I I worked so hard, and you know, I think you know me now after this couple of years that when I'm I, I'm like a dog with a bone, and I I work my ass off yeah. to to do things right. Yeah, at least as right as I can. Yeah, yeah. So, um. And many people in Italy, I've noticed, they have dialects and they have regions where they come from, and mm -hmm. they make Italian mistakes. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know Italian singers that my teachers used to say, "Please don't listen to this person if you're learning this aria." Yeah. And they're Italians. They're Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, that was. I remember that uh, that month and a half of my life. My wife was with me, and I said, "I, I just can't do this." I mean. I was treated so badly, so badly, it, it uh, almost broke my spirits. However, if you get up from that, um, I think you have yeah. the tools to deal with a, a right. lot of other things. That's right. Uh, I've run into this person again, and he was so nice to me because after those 11 years, I have a, a pretty good career, yeah. and I have a name now. Now he's forced to be nice to you. And uh, mm. you know what? I, was, I just smile at him. Oh, nice to see you. Not even. <laughs> I just and left. Uh, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. In another case, for, um, I was in another company in Italy. Italy is is, is it's difficult. It's rough. It's, it's, yeah. it's very rough. Yeah, yeah. In Germany, I've, I've had maybe very small pro problems mm -hmm. that easily dealt with. Yeah. In Italy, there there was another case that we had had rehearsal from 10 a.m. until two mm -hmm. of um, an opera, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I went and I sang the whole thing. And then we had, yeah, oh and with a couple of high seas and everything. Yeah. And then we had a rehearsal from 4 to 5.30 with the orchestra just to do, and I sang the whole thing. At night, we had a rehearsal for the first time on the stage. I get on stage. I'm tired from yeah. waking up at 8 o'clock in the morning to um, warm up and be ready for the 10 a.m. rehearsal. <laughs> so I decided to mark at a 8 and 8.30 to 11 rehearsal mm -hmm. that's the first rehearsal that the uh, general director decides to walk in and then the conductor who's heard me all day all day mm -hmm. um, the general director comes to him and says, why is the tenor not singing instead of saying oh don't worry he, he sang, sang all day, all day. Mm -hmm. he was uh, because they inside fear that's that's the thing that that's how many companies I don't know. Many that that's what I mean by mean people. Yes. They try to get away with making people fear for their job. Yes. Uh well, I have news for them. Thankfully, thankfully I'm an, I'm a professional and I don't need one contract to survive. Thankfully, I have a bunch mm -hmm. and 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 I work hard enough and I'm a professional that I give mm -hmm. my all and companies keep calling. So the conductor comes <coughs> and the general director wants to know why you're not singing. Oh, well, because I sang all day. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. um, didn't you tell him that I sang? I mean, I don't know. So he comes to the general director. So, me dica, por que non sta cantando? Uh, I say, because I sang all day. But you know what? 
if you want, I leave right now. If you don't think I can sing this role, I really have no no need. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very sorry. I respect you, uh, uh, but the conductor should have told you that I've been singing all day and that it's been fine. Mm-hmm. I can sing this role. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. And, and, and that was <laughs> a little bit of a... Uh, yeah. Maybe I took it out on him a little bit, but it was it was necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they... I hate that they do that to young singers. That's right. And I actually, I've seen it was too. happening to the to the one of the sopranos in the cast. Yeah, she was very young and and, and she was singing. She was so tired, mm-hmm. and she was trying to sing out. It's like, I said, please, you're ruining your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. won't be Three able days. to sing for five days yeah. or something. Yeah, stop it. But yeah, that and they they make them make them do that and fear. <laughs> I've seen that, that too. We probably can jump to politics from from here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it won't go. It won't jive with me. I have. Um, I could go and teach at any moment and and retire and and, and, and be not starve. Be, be just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, <laughs> this life is too short to spend it with with people who are not nice. <laughs> it happened to me. It happened to me a year ago. Yeah. And, and it's funny because when you said when you can recover from that kind of thing, it's taken me probably a year yeah. to not, to, you know, it really made me wince every time somebody would call. I mean, every call that I would get to do things around town, I, I would tr- I turn down for a year. You can't. I just didn't no, want to do it okay. anymore. No, no, I understand perfectly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, you know, I'm finally coming out of the, but uh, yeah, that that's really hard to, I don't know why, uh, maybe it's because singing is so personal it's so and and it's really difficult to uh separate who you are from what you do yeah in this business yeah and that's something for me very is very difficult i've um th- it's, i'm very sensitive to i'm a middle child so mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. um it, it's it's like that yeah but there there are experiences that make up for those sure so like even here being in los angeles everybody is so welcoming the whole crew, the whole cast, the conductor, the company, mm-hmm. everybody's very encouraging. And that that really get, is the hope that you need, yeah. that, that there's something bright ahead. Because if it was all like that, I, I told my wife, I remember, because many, many people, in, in not only in Italy, but there are other countries that this happens, mm-hmm. uh, in Europe especially. Um, many people live in this fear um, I, I I remember talking to a colleague who had no money to buy groceries, but he he was buying designer clothes because he he said if I don't dress like this, they won't hire me. And that's the the like the but companies were saying you have to dress like this, otherwise it, it shows that you're not successful. It, it's it's very stupid things like that 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 make you want. Okay, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. And and I I know it happens on every other business. Yeah, and yeah. it happens in 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 even acting. In sure. Everything. Every level. Every yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there is also this small group of people that enjoy doing things because they love the craft. That's right. And that's that's who. Do you find that that's the the case in the United States more than? More yeah. than anywhere. I, I mean, I feel like we're producing the best singers now. Yeah. Yeah. We have the best. Um, Training instruction and, mm-hmm. yeah um somebody you know who comes from the states who was trained in the states right away when you're when you're abroad oh really it's easy in what way 
well they're the most prepared mm-hmm. they're ready they, mm-hmm. they are they're calm they're calm well yeah <laughs> yeah they're respectful they mm-hmm. yeah 99 percent. oh that's interesting 99 percent. there are some americans that get uh, too comfy <laughs> and, and they switch to the other side to the dark side <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> once yeah. they get there but um most most of the i mean i consider myself I'm, i am american as well i'm mexican-american uh-huh. um I, I i was trained here and, and right so i uh, have you thought about moving to la rather than miami um, we have we have why did you end up in miami first of all we really liked it that was it <laughs> no and besides th- there was when my son was born he w- had a um, some stomach problems mm-hmm. and we have a very good doctor there and um boy it's hard to leave behind isn't it yep yeah, yeah. so that's that's pretty much what took us there and you know and we you love it we love miami and we we found a very nice niche our neighbors are good friends mm-hmm. and we have very good uh, a very good situation there is your wife mexican as well no she's greek canadian Oh, she is. Yeah. Does she speak Spanish? Yeah. Oh, she does. Yeah. So you're all you're at home in Miami too, as oh far yeah. as the language goes. Yeah. However, <laughs> in the f- it's weird. Uh, we didn't plan on this, but the f- the part of the city where we live is mostly uh, French. Oh, that's and nice. And uh, there's a bit of Russian, and yeah, there's some Spanish, but because you cannot avoid it in Miami. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but it's nice because uh, my son, who's in full French immersion right now in school, he gets to practice <laughs> with the little friends there and stuff. That's fantastic, boy! I wish we, I wish we focused on that a little bit more here in the states. Just for every, you know, uh, it takes it takes a lot of money to do that. Yeah, uh, it should, it shouldn't, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's so easy. Uh, it is. Yeah. I wish, I wish it wasn't. It's becoming even stigmatized now. People. Yeah, don't uh, for some reason don't want people to be bi- buyer trilingual. It's so weird. I Crazy. was uh, I I sent a letter when Mitt Romney was running for governor in Massachusetts. Yeah, I was I was living in Boston. Yeah, and uh, there was this one ad he had. Why should our kids learn Spanish? We're in America. America, we speak English. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> wow, that was the whole ad. <laughs> I was like, oh um, so God. I sent a letter, Mr. Romney. <laughs> I mean, being bilingual or even more. Yeah speaking more languages can only open pathways on your brain that's right and and please don't don't anyway I, the letter was very well written and everything it was signed by the whole um uh, all the all the students all the music students we yeah. signed it we sent it well course. i mean po- you know if i were a politician of that ilk i probably wouldn't want people to be too smart um, yeah well yeah to, you know yeah it's it's harder to <laughs> to get elected when people think clearly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so what do you have coming up next after after we're done here with Macbeth? Which was, I want to say this on recording, it was amazing. Thanks, the opening man. last night was awesome. Thank you very much. I mean, to have you and Placido on stage together as a tenor, for me, is like <laughs> the, tri- you know, just amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I love this this piece and this opportunity. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I dreamt always of singing Traviata with Placido. Yeah. And, and even when he was a tenor, I, I could foresee this. Sure. But of course, it was like so, so far-fetched yeah. in my head. Yeah. But I, would, I would still, you know, think about it and say, oh, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> and when it happened... It wasn't... It wasn't here, was two yeah. years ago? Two yeah, years? Yeah. That was the first time? That the one w- that I was in with you? Yeah, yeah. That I sang Traviata with him, yeah. Really? Yeah, that was the first time I got with to Nino. Sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. So, I'm so glad I was a part of that. Oh yeah, that for sure. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so it's it's imagine. So when we were I was singing Alfredo, he he would come to my dressing room and say, "Here, why don't you try doing this, this and that?" And I'm writing yeah, it yeah, down. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah right. my score. Right. I mean, you're getting it firsthand it's from un- the master. Unbelievable. Same with Macduff. I mean, yeah. he is the the, the Macduff. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Well, m- maybe you'll do uh, Rodimus next <laughs> <laughs> with him. <laughs> well, let's see. Maybe. <laughs> I, it's funny. I've got a. Uh, it's it's kind of coincidental that Traviata stands out for you because it does for me too. I, I, there was a funny story in that production that we were in together. You know, I come in and g- I gave Nino the letter, and uh, I stand there, and then I go off, and then I remember going upstage and I finish. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. And I finish, and I hear this t- tremendous applause, and I'm standing there. And <laughs> You're I'm bowing. Like, God damn! I, w- I must have been really good. <laughs> and of course, I turn around, and Plasido's standing Mother right next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of leave. You know, I leave dejected, and I'm backstage and i'm drinking my water and he's, he does his scene with nino and he comes off stage and gets his water and i'm still standing there and i, I, s- I took him by the shoulder and i said maestro did you hear the applause that i got <laughs> <laughs> he almost spit his water oh yes oh my that's very good yes, that's very good singing <laughs> yeah for sure i mean great sense of humor great guy such I mean, a great guy right yeah i mean yep. for everybody yeah no matter He's 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 a person. Yeah, that's, um, you know, I was just talking to a friend who's <laughs> having problems with one of his colleagues in Europe. I sure. was chatting on on the phone, and s- there are still some singers who think they are beyond human, mm-hmm. beyond a person, and that is the reason some of those singers are not the superstars. I mean, look at Domingo. Mm-hmm. He he is so humble. It's I mean, so easy to forget what a huge star he is yeah yeah it really is i have to actually remind myself yeah he'll come and sit with us in the league meal you know the uh, the chorus he'll come and sit yeah and talk about yeah. everyday things everyday and things yeah the same i mean i've been lucky i've, I've sat down like diana damrao things like uh, singers like that uh, of that caliber yeah they are normal people yeah and, and that's that's so palpable when they sing when that's why they touch your soul because they are their souls are available to you that's right yeah is that something that you always had in your singing um i don't know i hope so (laughs) no i mean uh i yeah i think maybe that's something that you can't answer i've always i've observed in you the same kind of authenticity which i and we had this discussion a few days ago about some singers are more sterile, even though they're the technically mm-hmm. masterful and, and yep. beautiful. Yep. Uh, but to me, that's just not as interesting as somebody who sings. You know, I now now you're talking about taste. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sing at a very high level, the same level. Yeah. But there's this other thing that is so universal. Well, my whole take on opera is that it's still alive because of one thing: people get moved by it. Mm-hmm. So the moment you start moving people, you stop moving people. The moment you you start giving them flawless performances, mm-hmm. the the art for the form sake of, pr- of, of yeah. that, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the art uh, form is going to die. Um, that's why I remember um, I used to like Tito Gobbi mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. and uh, there was one teacher 
the refined teacher mm-hmm. at school that would say, oh, no, 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 don't listen to him. Mm-hmm. The same with Di Stefano. Wow. Don't listen to him. Well, technically, maybe. Yeah. If you're working for, if your technique is so behind that maybe. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they were so passionate and so full of human flaws mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to convey a Bergonzi. message. Bergonzi, yeah. same way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's that's something I I strive to. I mean, I I think it's a personality, right? It's I mean, a personality. You thing. just you go towards one or the other. Yeah. Uh, oh. There's always the Sutherland Kalas comparison. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I'm definitely a Kalas. Oh, for, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, I okay. nothing against. Nothing no, against I love Sutherland as well. Course, I mean, yeah. her sound is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if or Tebaldi, or you know. Yeah. So, but Kalas for me, no. just breaks my heart every time I hear it. Exactly. You know. There's so much pain and so much reality. Yeah. And it's the sound. same with pop music. I've been listening a lot to uh, Joni Mitchell. You know, and she. She like she had these these songs that were so famous in the in the late sixties and then she re released them in the nineties and you hear these I don't know the like there's a song called Both Sides where she's talking about she's seen love for, from both sides now and she's seen life from both sides now and then you hear her as a young girl and then you hear her as an old old lady basically. Whoa. And it's just so beautiful and so hard. It's not the most perfect singing in the world. No, it, that's not I it's used not to even important. Yeah. <laughs> that's you know <laughs> it's not even important it isn't yeah in opera it's a it vehicle is. for yeah. something in opera you still have to sing well mm-hmm. but uh, i even i'm guilty of this as a young singer i would compare myself to some of the older singers sure. like oh no, i totally sing better you need that you need that as a young singer uh, yeah. to do hubris yeah yeah mm-hmm. to get ahead mm-hmm. and to believe it mm-hmm. because it's, it's it's a difficult very difficult road mm-hmm. but in in retrospect um it's it's so much you can learn yeah and to respect from those singers who <laughs> well i read a book uh, daring greatly recently huh. daring greatly in it quotes as my brain brown um and she quotes um um a speech and i'll tell you who who is it from Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between the people who are in the bleachers mm-hmm. yelling, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong, and the people who are in the arena mm-hmm. fighting mm-hmm. and risking, there's no comparison. That's right. So as a student, I was, you know, but being in the arena teaches you more about life. Than humanity, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if you fail that test then I think you're doomed <laughs> mm-hmm. as a person, as mm-hmm. a singer, as an artist, period. Why is it that, again, maybe it's just personality, but that there are a lot fewer of those people than there are screaming from the bleachers. Yeah, you because know? it's very difficult to... It's to so scary, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so difficult and it's scary to to be... Um, to risk in front of people. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah you're, you're risking <coughs> too much and... But if you don't risk, you don't gain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, Arturo, I really appreciate you being on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank it's you really nice sitting down with you. I mean, we you know we run into each other every every year or so, and I think it's the first time I've had to I had a chance to sit and chat with you. Yeah, well, been we've chat more than fifteen minutes. That's uh, yeah. I don't think that's happened before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again. Thank you, Omar.
And there you have it, folks. Thanks, Arturo, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I had a really nice time sitting down and getting to know you a little bit better. I also want to thank Gregory Geiger for helping me with my terrific theme song. I'm still loving it, buddy. Why don't you go to laclassical.com and tell him I said hi. And last but not least, I want to thank all of you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. I love all the emails and the comments I get. I hope you keep listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Really keep on trucking, folks. Until like next time. You like long walks and you wear clean pants. Genius. Get onto my show.